Welcome to the Hole in the Wall Business Podcast with Bill and James. I'm James Groves, and along with my business partner, Bill DeMent, we want to share our journey as small business owners with you. As owners of Hole in the Wall Drywall Repair, we will attempt to peel back the curtain of owning a small business in the trade service industry and talk about the many adventures of owning a small business. Good morning, Bill. Hey, good morning, James. I noticed in your intro there, you're talking about the many adventures of small business. Many adventures. And one of the fun adventures I have noted Mm -hmm. is the people that we meet along the way. Yes. And sometimes it's a necessity. Sometimes it's just out of pure pleasure. Yep. Um, This one was both. Uh, Indeed. And uh, uh, we've done very well with ourselves in this regard over the years um, but meeting Ken Kimball, our, 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 our guest today uh, from Lynx Web Design, um, he has taken us to the next level. So, Ken, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Great That's to be it. here. Thanks for having me. I've known Ken now for probably a little over a year. Um, and listen, we're going to talk web design. And it's going to get, I, I hope it gets a little nerdy because I get a little nerdy when it comes to these things. I'm a, I like doing these techie things. I got a feeling Ken can rock nerdy. I think I, he can do that. Yeah, no, He's no. got to talk. I absolutely think so. He, uh, I, I can't wait for the education we're going to get. Um, and so we've had many iterations of our, our websites and web names and stuff. Um, but we just launched our brand new website, holeinthewall.com. Uh, Ken and his company did an amazing job of doing doing here, it here and uh no thanks to us honestly um it took probably a little longer than we <laughs> wanted to um just because we he probably thought we weren't alive over there for a while yeah and, and frankly there's still some more tweaks that we're going to make but that's all on us <laughs> <laughs> nothing on his team but ken thank you for being here today um why don't you tell us a little bit about your company and you and maybe a little of your backstory uh yeah so how long do we have as we got plenty of time yeah so I, yeah, I got my start working in IT. Um, this is actually my third business, but the, the longest running one. Uh-huh. We started Lynx in 2007. And our goal was really to kind of make web design accessible to small businesses. So at the time, the web was up, up and coming. The iPhone hadn't mm-hmm. even been released yet. You can, oh, wow. You can think back, back that far. And, you know, for a, a business to really get a good quality website, you know, they'd hired an agency. And they would probably shell out a few thousand dollars. Thousands. And then they would have to pay, once that was done, they'd have to pay for hosting and maintenance and support. And really, for a small business, you know, an auto body shop or a contractor, it was just, it was really outside the reach for them. Um, so we came up with a model where we could create, you know, really good agency quality websites without having to charge hundreds of uh, thousands of dollars up front. Yeah. So we'd have a, a flat monthly fee. And it, it just really worked. Uh, people would, would sign on. They were happy to not have to show all that money. Um, there was a bit of an, an investment on our part, you know, because we weren't making any money on the first the first set of clients. Mm. But you know, after three or four years, we really we really found our our uh, way, and uh, it's worked out really well. Well, so the person who designed our la- our last website, I'm still a good friend. We love Andreas. Did a great job. But after eight years, and and. He was really helping us on the side while he was running yeah. his other businesses. And it just, we just, it just started feeling tired. Yeah. And well, eight years is an eternity in the web design, isn't it? Yeah. Well, to your credit, though, mm. you mentioned you've, you've gone through many revisions of your mm. site, which a lot of businesses won't do. So yeah. three to five years is what we recommend there. 
you should be looking at it after three years, after five years, it's time to think, well, is it time? Mm-hmm. Is it time to really look at this and, and move on to what's new today? Well, we weren't, so, so we're, we're, those who know Bill and I, we're, we're not, we're, we're kind of cheap. We don't, we don't like to drop thousands of dollars on. We're on, thrifty. On thrifty. We're smart. We're thrifty, James. Um, we like to bootstrap it a little bit. And frankly, we've been putting off designing another website because I know what it costs. I know it's going to cost between five and eight thousand dollars. It's going to, you know, whatever it is. And for me personally, I know what it's going to take for me to provide the info that the web designer is going to need. Um, when I was introduced to you and your process, you made it so simple in your model. And we don't talk pricing, but the model is so affordable um, because I would design a website and then every now and then we would get the WordPress reminder to do an update and, oh, someone tried to hack in and change your password. It, it was such a hassle on, on the back end. Um, you run all that now. You're running the SEO analytics for us. You're hosting the site for us. Any updates I have, you know, I mean, your lovely wife is your partner, right? And I just, you know, support and things just happen. Um, we launched yeah, the site no, within, a, within a week and a half. We had a major change we had to make. We had a, a, a link on our, our financing stuff that we had to get shifted around, and I was had customers waiting. And all I did is said, support at linkswebdesign.com. Yeah. Please update this. And I actually texted Ken because, I, you know, we're buds. I got his personal cell phone, or at least his, <laughs> at least his Google number. And um, I said, by the way, check your email. I've got this support need. And he walked in to get it done, and it was already done. Yeah, like, like an his, team, his team yeah. said, no, we, already, we did that already. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's killer. Well, yeah, big dummy, it's already done. <laughs> I didn't even need a text again. Yeah, and it's really all about, it's all about process, right? So mm. it's, it's one thing about being in business for 16 years. If you're going to make it and you're going to do things, we, we have a lot of clients, several hundred, and if you're going to be successful at it, you, you have to have processes. So we have processes for everything. Mm. So when a uh, client request comes in, uh, it gets looked at by someone. We re- try to respond to it right away. Uh, it gets assigned to a developer, and and they will do it as, as soon as possible, as soon as they're done with it, whatever they're, they're working on. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's one of the things James has really brought in yeah. here at Hole in the Wall as well. Uh, I was sharing with you earlier before the, the podcast, I was just a, I had a painting and drywall business, and I was content working that. But then when James came in, the business began to grow, and we did 1,800 repairs last year. That requires processes, mm-hmm. and I, I'm a big believer now. I've seen it. It's the only way that we can process that, and I can only imagine you with several hundred clients. Yeah, well, you have to, right, because people come and go, and yeah. you, know, you have to have a process to bring them on, teach them, teach them the way things are done. Yep. And, yeah, I'd say, and that was another good thing about our business. We grew gradually. Like We mm-hmm. didn't walk in with hundreds of clients. We started with, I think at the end of our first year, we had six clients, right? Oh, so, six, yeah. wow. Yeah. So uh, we've had a lot of time to, to get to so, where we are. So I'm curious, what what happened between the year you had the six and to the several hundred you have now? What was the transition? What was the watershed kind of events? Our goal from the beginning was to grow slowly. Right? Okay. Yeah. So uh, six six clients, and well, from April through December, obviously that's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, but our goal is to bring on you know one to two clients a week, um, which we've we've been able to do. So. Uh, keeping that kind of uh, cadence, our developers can keep up with our support. People can keep up with it. Um, yeah, it's just it's just really worked. Will you get to a point where you you want to stop growing? 
I don't, I don't know, because there's always going to be some attrition. Like yeah. We've been in business for 16 years. We've had people retire. Probably the, the biggest reason we might lose a client is because of acquisition. Mm-hmm. Like We had our first client for 15 years, and they were just acquired by another company, a, mm-hmm. a much larger company that already had a website. So uh-huh. we lost our first client because of that, but I'm happy for him. He, right. he grew his business, and mm-hmm. he sold it for a lot of money. I, at least I hope he did. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so there's always going to be some attrition, so... Um, we're always looking to grow. Um, I do keep a cap on how many clients we'll bring on at one time. I've, I've told people before, you know, we just we can't do a project right yeah, now. Yeah, I can see the wisdom in that. Yeah, and we'll and we'll also um, not bring on a client with maybe a shaky business model um, mm. because again, we make a we make an investment in every client. We don't make that investment back until three, four, five years of yeah. them being a client. So if you know, I get people in certain industries that. They may or may not make it. We won't mm. take on those clients. Yeah. Well, because your model is, I mean, it's a monthly fee, and then we're able to, to just kind of keep that rolling. Um, but, but what makes it so affordable for somebody? Because uh, we're now talking, as we are franchising, we're offering now web design options for our franchisees. And we can offer that service through you, as opposed to them coughing up thousands of dollars up front and then having to host it and all the hassle we were going through for years. We can now offer that service to you at a very, you know, good value. Yeah, um, that's a great term. It's a great mm-hmm. value. Yeah. Because we're, we're, we're redesigning our break room and we're putting our core values. And one of our core values is, is value, having a good value for the customers and having a good value for our franchisees. Yep. Important. So yeah. it's nice to have you on that, on that team of it's support. A, it's a business run after my own heart right there. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> I am just like you, I'm much, very much bootstrap. Uh, you know, I want to... Uh, do things that we understand how they work. Like mm-hmm. I don't like black boxes. Yeah. Uh, I like to have things written out, processes. Uh, my wife is also, as you mentioned, is my business partner. Mm-hmm. She's very process focused, as, yeah. as I'm sure you've learned. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so we try to do everything uh, from the ground up, do it in house as much as possible, and make it as simple and um, repeatable as we can. Right. Well, and, and, and I actually have your website on my computer a second ago. And some firms use templates. Some firms, you could tell, oh, they're using this. Like we use Enforce for ten years, right? You know, eight, eight years, and 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 I can, I can look at a website and go, oh, that's a template. Um, and one and one of the things when we brought you on board, I, I asked, you know, I want to make sure that do all your websites look alike? So you have all your websites on your on, on your website for us to look at, and we look yep. through hundreds of websites. And they were all different. They all had different looks and feels, and the graphics were different. And I was excited to know that we weren't going to be a cookie cutter because your prices are so valuable or so are so good that I'm like, is he just cookie cutting these things out? Or is he just like taking the same structure and then just dressing up? You know, the, no. You, I met your. I'm partial to your your design guy, James, because you know it's a great name. Um, <laughs> but and through the process. There were things happening behind the scenes that you wouldn't even reveal to me. You were like, oh, no, I had three or four rejects. I had, you know, uh, maybe you could help enlighten me and enlighten our audience. What is that process, you know, when you have some Yahoo like me that gives you a bunch of data? Luckily, we had a website that you could glean some info from. Um, Boy, oh, boy, I mean, you mentioned it takes an investment on the front end. That's the investment, you know, is the months that took to plow that, that, that site together. So walk, walk us through that a little bit. Yeah, there, there are a lot of companies that will offer, you know, web design services for a monthly fee. 
but they, they're template websites. So mm-hmm. they, they'll pick out a template and they kind of shoehorn your logo and your try to make it look like your your business. And we've considered doing that. We've played around with it, um, but we were never happy with the results. Yeah. So our our process is always around design first, build after. So every every site that we do is designed from the ground up to meet the specific needs and branding of that of that client. And there are certain aspects that are, we try to repeat. Like we want to make sure we cover the four basics: mm-hmm. who is this business, what do they do, what is their unique value proposition, and what is their call to action. So every site that you go to that we designed, you're going to see that that built into every single one of them. But beyond that, everyone has to have its own personality. It has to match that business's brand. Um, and we never use templates. So mm-hmm. uh, James, our mm-hmm. our our designer, who's been now been with us for I'm going to say about seven years. Wow. Um, he, he did all of our design work in, in Photoshop. Yeah, I noticed our, our first rendering was literally the Photoshop, you know, page. Yeah. Really long and detailed yeah. page. Yep. So we, we always do. We, just, we do the desktop view in Photoshop. Um, we, we'll probably do anywhere from three to 12 versions of that design internally mm-hmm. until, we're all, until our team is all happy with it. And then we present that that design to the client. Of course, get their feedback. James has a really good track record. I, I shouldn't just say James because it is, it is a team effort. We all give him feedback, and we we push back because mm-hmm. sometimes I don't know if I want to make that change, or he you know he can be a little lazy sometimes. Don't tell me I said that. <laughs> but uh, sorry, he'll we'll, hear it for himself. Yeah, but we'll we'll push him. We'll push him until he'll he'll make the changes, and we'll usually have three or four different versions to kind of pick from at the end that we're all fairly happy with. And sometimes we'll show the client a couple of different ones. Um, but we just we show them the desktop view. We get their feedback uh, on the on again on the desktop version, and then our design team. Once we have sorry, our development team. Once the site design is approved, um, we'll take that and uh, use that as a kind of a, a blueprint to create the in, the interior page of the site, the mm-hmm. mobile experience, because um, of course we're, we're developing sites now from everything from smartwatches to ultra wide monitors. So um, there's a lot of variation there, but our development yeah. team takes care of that. But James has a really good job of putting together that initial design. And again, he has a great track record of get, getting that first design down mm-hmm. and approved. So, and, that, and that saves us a lot of time. But the more we can do it right the first time and not have to revisit them, yeah. the, the, more, yeah. the better we do overall. Yeah. And so you're offering, obviously, the design and the build of the site. Tell me about the back-end stuff that... It makes my eyes twitch when I start thinking about it as a, as, a, as a business owner. What are some of the things you're doing on the back end with the analytics and all that stuff? As far as? Just like the maintenance of, like, the monthly stuff that you do that I don't see you do. Yeah. I know, you know, the hacking proof, I don't know. Yeah, so the, the tools for that have, well, hackers obviously have become much more sophisticated. The hacks are more sophisticated. Um, if you follow the tech news at all, like WordPress, which is what most agencies use, mm-hmm. and uh, most, I think it's some two-thirds of the web, the web is built on WordPress, mm-hmm. it's a huge target. And you can see there are vulnerabilities and, and certain themes or plugins all the time. Um, so, yeah, we have, to, we have to keep up on top of that. And we have third-party partners that we integrate that, that really help. Um, it's, been, it's been pretty rare for us to get, have a hack site. It, it happens. Um, we had one site in particular um, 
that had a, a nasty hack that took us a while, like uh, a few weeks to, because we'd fix it and they'd find another way in. We'd fix it, they'd find another way in. But mm-hmm. ironically, on that site, we had to use, because of the type of site that it was, we had to use a pre-made theme. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't using our standard stuff because um, that theme had functionality that specific client needed. Um, and it was that theme that was going that on. allowed them to, to get in and the, the theme author hadn't updated it and whatnot. So um, we had to basically debug something else's work and, and, and fix that, but we did. And, and you know, we'll probably lose money on that project for a while mm-hmm. uh, because of it, but I mean, that's just what we do. We have, yeah. to, we have to keep everything secure. Yep. So security is a big, I know you just did a whole podcast on security and yeah. uh, how sophisticated hackers are getting. Um, we've been fortunate mm-hmm. um, and I hope to continue to be fortunate, but we, we have to be vigilant as well. Well, I'm glad I have you to take care of that so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So I'm curious, how much, how much energy is put in by you and your team to kind of stay on the leading edge and, and stay up with the changes? Yeah, so uh, with any industry, there's there's a lot of changes. Our industry in particular, you know, we all have to bow down to the to the Google uh, overlords, just yeah. like every other agency almighty like Google, us. Right? Yeah, the almighty Google. Google. So uh, we have to keep up with them. So we, of course, follow what's everything they have. They have people that talk to the uh, search engine optimization community and the, and the design community. We, of course, follow them very closely. And there's, there's updates. There's some really great sites out there. Search Engine Land is the one that I tend to focus on a lot. Uh, we use the services of a company called Bright Local, um, and they provide a lo- really good information. They do, they do surveys. They come out with white papers, uh, best practices. So we have to keep up with that. Um, our development team, their focus is on, you know, how can we, we're always looking to improve the, our process, right? How can we make it easier, uh, repeatable? So we customize, like you talked about the back end. I weren't sure, wasn't sure if you're talking about the security aspect mm-hmm. of hosting or if you're talking about the customizations we do to WordPress because we customize the back end for every single client. Oh. So if you, if you have a website where maybe you're running a restaurant, you have a you have specials, right? And you want to be able to easily change specials. Right. We'll create an area right in the admin to add specials. Or maybe you're a municipality and you have special announcements or a school district and you have cancellations. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we make special areas in these sites that people can just really easy without having to figure out all the guts of WordPress. Oh, wow, well, yeah. Uh, so that, that's, really, that's really important to us. But there, our developers are keeping up on how to always streamline those processes and turn turn those... Um, uh, turn those ideas or best practices into practice yeah. in our business. All right. So let's talk about words of wisdom that a small business who may or may not be happy with or have a site at all. But what are some things that we need to start thinking about as business, business owners as we prep for getting a good site? Yeah. So people ask, we, we always start every, every project with a kickoff meeting. And we design our kickoff meetings so that the client doesn't really have to do any prep work. But some clients, they, they're organized and they want to, and we really like those clients. But we, the, the first thing you want to do is make sure you have your branding, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. your logo, what are your company colors? Um, we build the site around the logo. So if a company doesn't have a logo yet, um, we will either try to do a little bit for them um, if they have some simple needs, uh, or we'll, we'll suggest that they hire a logo designer before, before we start the project. Mm-hmm. The next thing is to know what their services are. And you'd be surprised how many businesses you ask them, so what are your services in the order of importance? Right. They don't know. 
Really? Like, yeah, I'm in this business, but how do I how do I describe my services? Anything that makes me money. That's what I, I find that interesting, though. That's that someone would struggle with that. Yeah. Some people just don't can put a pen in what they do. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess well, so. Yeah, I asked them. So what what are your services? And they give they start giving me paragraphs of information. Right. Mm-hmm. They talk for five minutes about what their services are like. Well, I can't put that into a navigation item. Right. right? So I, we either help them try to you know distill that down into services that we can put on the website. Um, the third thing we always want to look for is, you know, why, why are people going to use your service? Like, what, is, what, what makes you special? If you're, if you're a tire shop and there are 10 tire shops on your street, mm-hmm. like, why, why somebody come, is going to come to you? Because uh, we need to differentiate them. Like, people can go to one site, to the next site, to the next site. Yeah. We need, we need to stop that searching process if we want, it, if we want our clients to win. So, you know what, we, Kim, we've actually been having that conversation here that if you're not differentiated, then now you're being sold as a commodity, and commodities are always sold at the lowest price. Cheapest price, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we do not want our clients to be the cheapest price. No. Yeah. yeah. I always, and people always, so I ask them what differentiates you, and Bill hum, hem and haw. I said, well, let's start with you know, you're either better, you're cheaper, or you're faster, right? And mm-hmm. we can start from there and kind of build from that. Um, and I've gotten pretty good at, at writing value propositions. Like during that kickoff meeting, I'll just get them talking about the features of their business, and I'll be I'll sit there and I'll take some notes. And by the time they're done talking, I'll I'll throw out a couple of different ones. Like, wow, you're pretty good at this. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing it for 16 years. <laughs> done a few hundred of these. Um, and then finally, you know, what do we want people to do on the site? Like, what do we want them to learn? How do we how do we turn this person that they we know they need your service because they're here. You know, what do they need to do to make it happen? And how do we make them do that? Mm. Well, that's really insightful. So I know that as someone who's had to go through this process, one of the, the kickers for me is always just you got to provide you and your team with the content, something, at least give you a nugget that you can build on. And for us, it's it's photos. Um, and yeah. obviously figuring out, you know, we offer popcorn removal, we offer drywall repair, we offer texture matching. So we had to, you know, help you plow through some of those things and some luckily we already had already done um we have blog posts that we're implementing on our, our site of course now we have the podcast that we're not plugging into the site well, what are some things that the business owners should be thinking about right away obviously the logo was good knowing your value proposition what services you render critical are critical um are there any snafus that you find along the way like what are some things that we can grow from so in three years when we redesign our website it goes faster. Yeah. Well, the biggest thing, so it's the content. The content of your site is the most important thing. Like all those things I talked about, those are great, but they're not great until somebody's on your site. Mm-hmm. And chances are Google's going to be the one that's going to send them to that site. And Google's not going to send them to the site unless the content matches what that person is looking for. So the content is extremely important, and we, we impress that upon our clients. And, when I, and I, how I ask our clients to approach that is to put, your, put yourself in the shoes of your client, right? So what are the common questions they're going to have? So you're, you're in the business of fixing holes in drywall, right? Yep. There's lots of questions for that. Like, how long does it take? How much, how, how much does it cost? Um, how often do you do this? What's your service area? Uh, do you paint it afterwards, right? There's all kinds of sure. things that somebody just come into your site, they have a hole, they need the service, but they need to understand the service before they buy it. Um, and even if they even if they don't care, 
they're not, they don't read that text because people say, well, nobody ever reads that text anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, Google indexes that text in a oh. matter of seconds. It now uses AI. It's got several different AI models it uses to figure out, is this content going to be useful in the context of the original user search? Mm-hmm. And that's, what, that's why your site came up. So thinking through all those common questions and making sure as you write your content, you kind of editorially answer those questions um, that's going to help Google say, hey, this is useful information that's going to help this person in, with their problem, send them to your site, and then you're the obvious choice to, to provide mm-hmm. that solution. One of the things that, that people call here, we, there's two, two types of people that call, call, uh, call in. One is they've been to our site and they know, I have two small holes, one medium hole in the side of pepperoni. Yeah, the, right? the, ter- they, the terminology yeah. they're using tells us they've yeah. been to our website. So we know they've been to our website. And then you have the other clients who call and they're like going, does that include texture? Does that include materials? What about labor? Is that included? Right? So they, they just don't know. And so they're asking these, you know, to think that the re- that the repair would not include material costs to me is foreign, but to the, the homeowner, obviously Yeah, and not. if you never had that service done or experienced a hole in your wall like that, you might not know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I can imagine there's a lot of new homeowners in this, in this market, right? Yeah. So I oh, can yeah. imagine you get a lot of that, that is, they haven't owned a home before and mm-hmm. they don't know. All right. So when we're looking at content, we're trying to find the right pictures and stuff. Is there any advice on, on things to focus on? So I'm thinking that, for me, say we'll pick one of ours, texture matching. So what does that mean, texture? Well, that, well that, that's the, the stuff that's actually on the walls and ceilings. Well, what kind of texture? Well, that's orange peel, that's knockdown, that's popcorn. Mm-hmm. So I guess that exercise is really something that you need to have kind of laid out. Um, obviously, you're, you're patient because you – you waited for us to work those exercises out on our own, but yeah, and you're and I've been on your site, mm-hmm. and uh, and you do that. You you explain what those what those are. You have you have photos of those different textures, and I myself uh, coming from a coming from a place where the texture walls was not really a thing. Right, um, found it useful. So you mentioned that. So you started not in Florida, right? That's correct, yeah. yeah. So we started this business in Bangor, Maine in 2007, and uh, I've only been here down here in Orlando for the past year. How do you like, how do you like Florida? We like it a lot. Yeah. yeah. We, did, we did spend, you know, a couple of years. We have a, we have a place in the villages, um, and, and while our team was working remote, which we've, we've stuck with remote, mm-hmm. um, we were working out of that. But we wanted, when we wanted to move down here permanently, we wanted a place that was more active where we could really grow our business in Orlando, which was the perfect spot. Right. So let's talk BNI for two seconds. So those who've listened to us know that we're, we're part of a, B, a BNI networking group. Um, Jamie Stein is coming on um, from BNI coming on later this month. Um, how important is networking to you and your business? In the beginning, it was invaluable. I, I'm, I'm not convinced I would still be in business had it not been for BNI. Mm-hmm. Um, those first six clients I mentioned earlier, you know, four of those were, were BNI members, right? Really? So yeah, I had a oh, couple. Oh, that's a great testimonial. Yeah, and in my business, you know, your portfolio is everything. So had I gone through that first year and only had two clients, 
it would be much harder to build that portfolio. I mean, it wasn't until, like, I remember early on talking with potential uh, clients, and they're like, well, you know, what's your portfolio? How can I trust that you're going to be around in five years? Um, so building that portfolio is very important. And B&I allowed me to build trust in some business owners that, that would trust us to, to do this work for them, allowed us to build up our portfolio, and then that allowed us to, to sell more and grow. I'm not sure we would have grown fast enough in our business model had it not been for BNI. Wow. Well, I know you've been a part of BNI for a long time, right? As long as I've been in, in business of so 16 yeah. years, yeah. yeah. And it just so happened he visited my BNI and is now in our chapter. That's, I, a, that's I, a great chapter, too. I looked at every single chapter mm. in the Orlando area. And this is actually almost the furthest one away from my, so I'm in, I'm in West Orlando, uh -huh. Northwest Orlando at, at that. And you're of course in, in like, Southeast. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, it, but it, but I looked at, but really what I looked at was the composition of the group. Who in this group is going to be able to give me referrals and who in this group am I going to be able to provide referrals? Mm -hmm. And uh, this group by far, for not having a web designer, there were other groups that you know, they had somebody that, that does what we do. Yeah. You know, uh, Trish Murphy, who's in the group, uh -huh. um, has been a tremendous resource, and I'm really happy to, to have chosen this group, if not only for that reason. Yeah. That I've been able to hand her referrals. She's been able to hand me referrals. Well, it's funny. when I was, uh, I think I was either VP or just early president when you came on board, and I actually consulted with Trish. I'm like going, is this going to be a conflict? And she's like, uh, no, I think we can pass referrals. Yeah. And then, of course, she's my, my marketing team, obviously, and... And so when we went to to, do, to to hunt for a new web designer. I obviously knew of you because of the of the uh, of you being in BNI, and she sat in on that first meeting, and then I think she had a couple other meetings with you. And she's like, "Going, we got to give this guy a shot." And then ever since then, I don't think she's referring anybody but you. And um, it's nice to know that you've been part of that that toolkit that we're building as business owners. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm I don't know. I've got, yeah. I, I actually reached out to Trish before I visited the first time and yeah. said, hey, this is what I do. I see that, that you do a little bit of this as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but I think we can work together. And she agreed. And that's, that's when I decided to visit. Turns out you were right, huh? Yeah. Agree. All right. Any words of wisdom that we haven't talked about yet you want to share? Um, sure. I, again, how long do you have? <laughs> we're a half hour in. We can keep going. Yeah. Well, I guess I would just, just add if... if you're a business owner and you've neglected your website or you haven't gotten around to it yet. Maybe you're too busy. Um, too busy isn't, isn't always forever. And when you're in fire mode, it's too late. So um, if you're kind of on the fence of if it's the right time, whether, regardless of, you know, you do it yourself or, or use a template company or, or a company like us or even a, uh, an agency that's going to charge us thousands of dollars, it's worth it to do, to do something. We got to have that branding plate spinning always, right? So we live in a tech world, and if you tell, ask Alexa or you go to Google and you want to know a service, they're going to point to a website, you know, as well as of, 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 of other things. So if you have something that's that's yuck, it, it, it's going to be kind of a no-brainer. They got to go away. And heaven help you if you don't have anything because uh – if you don't have a website, you just about don't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I drive around. One thing that I see driving around Orlando is, you know, uh, you know, pavers, and there's a phone number, and that's it. Mm -hmm. No business name, just just 
a service and a phone number. Like, who, who calls these numbers? Yeah, right? That, right. That's so 1990s, isn't it? Right. Well, one of the things that I learned from you um, and Andy Cingolani, but years ago, is like I scroll to the very bottom of every website I go to, and I look at the copyright date on it. You know, if it says, hey, a copyright 2016, you know, you can tell that that site's yeah. How accurate is that? Site They've been be? sidelined for a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, we we have code that changes it automatically every year. But yeah. Oh, is that right? Uh huh. Oh, that's clever. There's an insight. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's important because we talk about you know we could light up more marketing things for the Orlando drywall side, but you know our challenge is as labor, and we want to make sure that we can support the the the, the clients we already currently have. Um, but we still have to keep that branding plate spinning. We still have to have, like, do I need to pay for pay-per-click ads? No, but we're going to. Do I need to have, you know, Trish light up all of our social media? I don't, but I want to keep that plate spinning. And the website's really the foundation. So, so for years, you know, when I came on board with the company, we had holdthewalldrywallrepair.com, right? So it was this gigantic website name. And then the email address was a Gmail. So we changed that immediately, but it couldn't be, you know, James at holdinthewalldrywallrepair.com. Holdinthewall.com was not available, so we shortened it to HIW Drywall, um, which is what we ran with for years. And so we changed all of our email addresses, and we basically just made HIWDrywall.com forward over to the main site. Um, how important is the actual domain name? Because for me it was, and I've been on a wait list for almost six years for holdinthewall.com. Um, and when it came out, I was able to grab it and had to negotiate a price for it. But it was worth it in my mind. How important is a good domain name to you? Less than it used to be. Mm-hmm. So it used to be that part of your, your Google rank was the domain name. Google has moved away from that. And now it considers the full URL, so not just the, the domain, but everything that comes after it. Um, and and, and more, more of the page itself uh, when it thinks about ranking. So it used to be really important. For you, I would say it's more important for other reasons than maybe search, right? It's a, it's your brand, yeah. right? It's your yeah, business dream. If somebody else has it, they could impersonate you. I, I don't see a lot of that now, mm-hmm. uh, especially if they would have to pay a lot of money for the domain to do that. Um, but when you have your brochures, you have your other materials, uh, just having that domain is a bit of a status symbol. And and, and mm-hmm. you, you wanted it. You went I after did. it. Yeah. I did. You, mm-hmm. I mean, you felt the need for it. Um, yeah. And I... That, that has value. So when I get excited, I kind of scratch my the back of my head a little bit or I rub my hands together. And yeah. when I was able to land that site, because it wasn't cheap, it was like, oh, do we really want to spend this money for that domain name? And at first we were kind of like, mm, I don't know. But the second we did it, it changed all of our branding. It changed all. And and frankly, I know a lot of people, when they start a business, they actually Google, they, they search for domains first before they even name the company. Yeah, Is that, you know... Is that name even available for a company name? Because if it's not, they may change their name of the company. When we were trademarking our name, our trademark attorney at one point was having a hard time getting it trademarked, and he says, "You got to rebrand." Yeah, and we're so like, like um, yeah, no, we're, we're like already seven, eight. eight years into this thing. <laughs> you know, that's not a good idea. That's not hole, a good option. Hole in the ceiling. <laughs> it's oh, like, yeah. like, what are we going to be? So it, it, it was part of our brand, and obviously, if you're Motorola, you want Motorola.com, but. Yeah. Um, I would think that is important. I mean, for your well, we site. Did, we did the same thing, right? We started, linkswebdesign.com was not available when we started. Oh. Uh, and we were running on, we started with links online marketing and that confused people 
back in 2007. They didn't understand what online marketing was. And then we went to linksadvantage.com, which is still our email addresses. Mm-hmm. And then and then finally, linkswebdesign.com. We I don't think we paid as much as you probably paid for holding the wall, but yeah. we, paid, we paid a good amount of money for it. Yeah. Well, it was worth it to me. Um, all right. Any, any other words of wisdom? I think, I'm, I think we're good. And we're good. Yeah. This was great. I just love smart people, Bill. I love hanging around smart people. I know it. Well, listen, thank you for coming in, Ken. Ken, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you, and if they want to check out your website and stuff, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, linkswebdesign.com. There it is, linkswebdesign.com. I'll put all that information in the uh, in the show notes as well. Thank you for coming in, Ken, and thank yep. everybody Ken, for thanks listening. thanks for your time. Thank, thank you for you. coming. Appreciate it. Great show. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Whole New Wall Business Podcast with Bill and James. We'd love for you to join our Facebook group and keep the conversation going. If you'd like to learn more about us and our business, check us out at holeinthewall.com. If you'd like to learn more about how to start a Whole New Wall franchise, go to holeinthewallfranchising.com. <laughs>